guys! Today I'm sitting up in my book loft because I wanted to talk to you about the five books that I think are the most important for new yoga teachers to read. Or if you're thinking about going to teacher training, these would be great books for you to get and read ahead of time so you have a really good foundation of understanding what yoga is all about. And when I say yoga in this context, I'm talking about the full picture of what yoga is, the eight limbs, not just the postures. The first book in this list would probably be my recommendation for the first one for you to buy, which is Bringing Yoga to Life by Donna, I think you say her name, Fari, Donna Fari. She is amazing. There's actually another book from her on the list, but the way this book is written, it's very easy to dive into it and read through it and absorb the information, but it does a great job of conveying a ton of information about what yoga is. And I think a lot of teachers, myself included, the first few years that you kind of get into yoga and you start practicing, you get these little snippets of information and it's hard for you to put that all together and get a, a clear picture of what the whole practice of yoga is. This book, I wish I read it years and years earlier because it would have taken away that confusion. She goes through a lot of the philosophy, but most importantly, how all of that philosophy really applies to your life. So when I read, I always have a pen in my hand and underline things because especially with this book, I like to pull quotes out that I think will help to create clarity for yoga students. And I will read these little passages during class because that's how important I think they are and how well they convey the information. So this is a great book to really get you in the door and understand what yoga is. The next book is actually the one that I just finished reading when I was on vacation in Florida. This was the book I bought to bring with me. And it's a book I've wanted for years, The Yamas and the Niyamas by Deborah Adele. I found this book because Deborah has a bunch of YouTube videos where she talks about the Yamas and the Niyamas. So when I was teaching that, I went on and watched a bunch of her videos and thought she was so good at explaining how the yamas and the niyamas or the kind of ethical groundwork of yoga, how we apply that in our daily life, which is really the important thing, right? We can't just study it as this like esoteric thing. We want to figure out how it's applied to our daily life. And that's exactly what she does. At the end of each chapter, so there's one chapter for each of the five yamas and one chapter for each of the five niyamas, which are the guidelines of how we're supposed to conduct ourselves and how we want to interact with the world. At the end of each chapter, she gives you three action points. So three different practices or um, sometimes they're like journaling activities for you to really figure out, well, how can I embody that principle in my life. So that's what I love about this book. Very easy to absorb and very practical. Okay, so the next one is the second Donna Fari book on here, which I read the previous year when I was in Puerto Rico, The Breathing Book. 
I picked this book up because I was really looking for a book on pranayama, on breathing exercises. And I thought, all right, great, I'll learn some new pranayama exercises that I can teach in class. I was completely wrong, and I'm actually really glad that I thought that this was a different kind of book. The whole idea that she is conveying in here is actually what I think of as like the groundwork before we figure out how to do pranayama and how to manipulate our breath. Donna is trying to teach us how to do a natural free breath. The breath that takes you through your entire day and how we can release the tension and the habits in our body that restrict our breath. Because when we release those things, the breath is naturally going to expand, as opposed to pranayama, where we're actually putting effort into that expansion. It's really about training the natural free pattern of breath, which is so, so powerful. And as a yoga student, it prevents you from getting stuck in that trap of over-breathing. A lot of times people force the breath too hard and the information in this book is going to help you to understand how to teach your students not to do that and how you can actually learn to not over-breathe. Since I had already been do doing yoga for like well over 10 years when I started reading this book, I actually found it very hard not to force my breath because I had been doing ujjayi breath and body and those really forceful breathing patterns for so many years, this was like a completely different way of thinking about breathing and I think it's so important. I've heard a couple other teachers say that that was a required reading in their teacher training which makes me super happy to hear that. The next book is called Cool Yoga Tricks. I've had this book for a long time. I got it when I was a newer teacher and it was so so valuable. It's not so much a book that you're just going to read through like the first three are. This is a little bit more of a reference resource type of book. I mean, there are some, some things that you can read in the book about different sections of the body, but the main idea in this book is learning how to use props effectively and learning how to change and adjust poses to fit the body of the person that you're working with. It's very Iyengar based and Iyengar was always really into props, which is great. So <laughs> I've heard some criticisms of this book saying that the title probably could have been a little bit better. And I get that. Like when you read cool yoga tricks, you're like, oh, okay, maybe it's a little hokey. But the information in this book is really, really good, especially if you're a newer teacher trying to figure out how to work with people who do better when they have props so many good ideas in here, so many good ideas, um, and a ton of really good pictures. So this is a great book to have in your library. All right, and then the last one is one of the ones that I use as required reading when I teach yoga teacher training, because I do the anatomy section. This is what I use as the, I'll call it textbook. Um, this is an old copy because I've had this a lot of years. So it's Yoga Anatomy by Leslie Kamenoff. And Leslie Kamenoff is a big name in yoga anatomy. Very, very knowledgeable teacher. 
but the the reading part of this book is really the first few chapters and that is where he goes into actually it starts with like cellular anatomy and kind of builds from there so it gives you a lot of the foundation knowledge that you need which I think is great for teachers to read like look at look at those pictures it's so great the updated version of this book is even better. He added a lot of stuff to the beginning of the book. I should get an updated version. I always look at my students have the newer ones, but the way that he breaks down poses and the graphics in here are so helpful when you're studying anatomy. Each pose shows you the actions at the joints, what muscles are working, which muscles are contracting, which muscles are lengthening. And then there's kind of like a troubleshooting area. And then there's a segment that explains what happens with the diaphragm and how that posture impacts your breathing. So it's uh, very effective at helping you to figure out the interaction between the pose and your physical body. So those are my five books that I think every yoga teacher would benefit from having and from reading. And then I'm going to end the video by talking about a giveaway of the book that I wrote. In June of 2019, I put out my book, Yoga Therapy at the Wall. And this book is very much anatomy-based and uses my experience as a yoga therapist and an occupational therapist with some of the special populations that I've worked with specifically people who have Parkinson's disease or balance challenges. Using a wall as a prop is a super effective way to help people in those populations to be able to do poses, to be able to work on their vestibular system, to work on their posture, while feeling really safe and secure that they have something sturdy next to them. It also helps a lot with body awareness and self-regulation and opens up a world of poses that might not be accessible to certain populations without the use of a wall. So I spent about three years distilling that information into this book right here. So if you feel like this would be something that would be a good addition to your library as a yoga teacher or a yoga student, Go ahead and leave a comment below and explain to me why you would like to get a copy of my book. Go over to Instagram and you're going to follow me on Instagram at Laura G Yoga. And then you're going to just send me a direct message on there and let me know why you would like to have a copy of my book. And I will pick a winner on May 1st and mail that out to you. So thank you for listening to my list and I hope you get a lot of information out of these five books that I recommend for yoga teachers. And I'll see you in the next one.